Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Who wants cream? Nobody? Okay, no cream. This is Dirt and Sprague. Guys, we've made a great effort so far. Let's just keep it up. That's right! We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? We've got to keep our composure. We've got too far. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. A lot of pressure. You gotta rise above it. Mm-hmm. You gotta harness in the good energy, block out the bad. Harness, energy, block, bad. Feel the flow happy. Feel it. It's circular. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. Hey guys. Oh, big golf, huh? All right. Well, see you later. The Fan. Hey, let's do this final hour. Dirt and Spray here on Portland Sports Leader 1080. The Fan, 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. Hope your Wednesday mornings are going great. Mine are going great. I'm getting great support on this dog jacket dilemma that I've brought up, that I'm now a dog jacket guy for my large dog. Let us let me check the results here. So right now, you can go vote at Dirt and Spray on Twitter. Uh... Do you judge people that put jackets on their dogs? It's a 60 to 40 split right now saying yes, they do judge. That's because they don't have dogs when they're voting. And um, I'm appreciating the support I'm getting. Look, large dogs get wetter. And wetter is not better. (laughs) I want my dog dry. Is there a science experiment on that? The bigger the dog, the wetter they get. Hey, there's more mass. There's there's more more water. That's true. And I don't want my my boy to be smelling like wet dog when he gets in my house. And so, yes, I am unfortunately become rain jacket on dog guy. But I take my dog on a real walk. I'm a real man. (laughs) We walk at least a mile and a half, okay? We don't take these candy ass up the road on the sidewalk walks. No, we're not going around the block here. I got, a, I got a cattle dog. He needs the exercise. You know what I was thinking yesterday was, um, we'll update that poll result, by the way, at the end of the show. What a missed opportunity last night was for Major League Baseball. I, I don't know about you guys, but I have this weird, like, there's so many things jammed into small amounts of windows that I feel overwhelmed at times. And then I get to a night like last night, and I'm looking around, and I got some stuff done around the house, and it's like 4 o'clock, and I'm getting ready for dinner and all that. And I look around, I'm like, there's, hey, what, what am I going to watch tonight? And so I, I ended up watching a, bar, a part of the TNT doubleheader, Pelicans and Mavs. You had a pretty good game in the first game. That wasn't bad, right? I watched a good chunk of the first half between Warriors and Suns, and I slowly fell asleep, and that game turned into a blowout. Did you drop it? It wasn't bad. It came down to a Luka buzzer yeah, beater to tie it. It wasn't bad. It was an okay game. It was an okay game. It's all right. No Zion. I want Zion on my TV Yeah, screen. I want Zion, too. You're not wrong. Um, <laughs> large bitches get more wet. This is true. Yes. It's true. They do. Uh, and then, I mean, I watched a little hockey, but I just, I kept thinking, I had a buddy that texted it yesterday as well, like, what a, like, that would have been the perfect night for a World World Series game. You would have been going against game five of the NBA regular season, 
and the NHL, which we know where the popularity is in this country that I ended up watching because the Avs and Rangers was a good game. Missed opportunity last night and tonight. Well, and then I'm looking at it, and I'm trying to see. Give me a second here. Because uh, at least we get a Blazer game tonight, but that ain't until 7 o'clock. No. I just I can't take anything. I guess they missed it, but with all the goofiness of it's the season starting late, they're you know they've condensed the postseason as much as they can with uh, eliminating okay. some travel days and all that. I'm not necessarily L- throwing luckily them under we don't the bus. have college football on Friday that matters. Yeah, I'm just saying. I just it was a bummer. I was bummed yesterday because yeah. I thought this would have been a perfect night for today. Tomorrow, as in today, uh, and then uh, uh, Thursday, to be 1-2 and 3 of the World Series, or 1-2 off Thursday, Game 3 Friday, like that would have been the perfect setup. Well, what does your sport and my sport have in common? They love to tassel between being the third most relevant sport in our country every other year, and they also are idiotic with their scheduling. I mean, I could talk for hours about baseball's amount of games they play and the NBA's schedule and how many games they play and how dumb I think it is, but... Like, at the end of the day, their playoff format's also weird. And, yes, some of this has to do with the lockout. But huge missed opportunity last night. Now you're like, hey, come with us Friday, Saturday. After a week off, basically. When did those series end? Saturday? Sunday? Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. okay. Which, by the way, good luck on Saturday. Maybe the numbers will be better than I'm giving credit. But Houston-Atlanta got awful numbers. I don't know if I'm expecting Philly-Houston to suddenly be something different. Saturday's kind of your Halloween party day because Halloween's a Monday. Yeah, it is. I know I'm throwing a Halloween party at my house. Yeah. And so, yeah, maybe that game will be on in the background. You know, if a home run hit, I'm sure I'll hear about it. But, like, largely we're going to be busy doing adult things with kids running around with candy. And so it just it sucks. It's like when the NBA does the first round and they're like, game one is Monday, game two is on Friday. And you're like, <laughs> what? Why, why do I need that big of a, a gap? It's just it, the scheduling of those two leagues is – idiotic a lot of the times i somebody said i you know mark my words this will be the lowest rated it's world not gonna be highly rated man like we can be excited for years. the matchup and maybe it goes seven i just i think it's eye-opening if you look at some of these numbers if the cubs aren't looking to break a curse the red Sox, the yankees like unless you get those teams involved like america is telling you and they're doing this in the nba too I thought Phoenix, Milwaukee would be a really highly rated NBA Finals. Yeah. America's telling you, frankly, we just don't care all that much. Yeah, you care. It's decent numbers. But when you compare it to even like, I don't know, week four of an NFL game between the Jags and the Lions, it's kind of depressing. So the lowest rated World Series. Oh, God, my team is not good with this. The lowest rate. Royals uh, and Giants, right? Uh, no, because I think Game 7 boosted that one up a little bit. Okay. Game 7 had a huge number. I know Braves-Houston was like one of the worst rated World Series ever last so year. So taking the taking the COVID year out, because I'm going to yeah. no count sees that. Right. Then, yes, that was the lowest rated World Series of the last however many years. Braves-Astros? Uh, 11.74 yeah, 11. was your a million per average per viewers per game. So think about this. There was an article yesterday written about Amazon and their Thursday night games, which has just been abysmal, right? They've given us a bad matchup every week. That's the first time outside the COVID year that they've averaged below 12 million viewers per game. They wrote an article about Amazon's streaming numbers being really bad because get this, they fell below 10 million. (laughs) And the World Series got 11 on average. And I'm just like, jeez, man, like we're the NFL is in trouble because there's Thursday games, which have been terrible matchups, are only getting 9.9 million. The World Series, which, I, you know, I'm biased, but we've had some good World Series on paper. I think this World Series is a good one on paper. I do too. And the sports world largely just goes, eh. 
I don't really care. Uh, so inter- I just, yeah, that was I just kind of a bummer, and it's not going to help when you're playing game two on Saturday night, as you point out, Halloween, right? There's a lot of stuff going on for people. College football is being played. Yeah. And then game three is going to be going head-to-head against Monday Night Football. Now, next Tuesday and Wednesday, let's hope the series goes that far and you get a good competitive series uh, that you get those games, what, four and five on Tuesday and Wednesday of next week. So that will become moot because then you won't be competing against anything. Uh, but still, it just I was thinking that last night. Kind of a bummer. Um, I, I will get, I'm going to move the Aaron Rodgers stuff to uh, the bottom of the hour since we ended up killing most of this segment. We'll get to Statter Story uh, here in a moment. I did want to play a quick little peekaboo this weekend with the Slayton College football. Peekaboo? And that is, hey I love that drop. That is such a good drop. <laughs> that's, that's an all-timer right there. Uh, is, is there any upset on the board? Because I think we've reached the, the point in college football where you're going to get a loss that doesn't make any sense. And I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know who's going to get somebody. But doesn't that seemingly happen every year? Like, we start having playoff conversations. Did you did you know, by the way, that next Tuesday is the first CFP rankings? Yeah. Next Tuesday, yeah. we get them. And so we always have this debate. How dare you rank this team there? This team should be higher than this team. It's like, oh, well, then they ended up losing. In the I don't have season. any anger towards the first ranking. We know what it's going to be. Right. And uh, we, we largely know, unless there's something crazy that happens this weekend. So I'm going to throw a couple at you and see, can you sell yourself on an upset this weekend? Okay. All right. Number seven, TCU is on the road at 9 a.m. Pacific. It's an early kick time. Even for them out there, it's like 11 a.m. local time uh, for TCU at West Virginia this weekend. I can see it being a little squirrely, you know, seven and a half point spread. Yeah. I, I, ooh, a seven and a half. That's an interesting number, is it not? TCU, bit of a slow starting team last week, and Kansas State came out and punched them right in the mouth. They're up 18 in that game. And if they, they might not lose if Adrian Martinez stays in that game. I guess I would ask you this. I, I have to bring up TCU's schedule here. Can you just envision TCU going undefeated in the Big 12? No, I cannot. That's why it's so crazy. And I'm looking at them like, are they going to win again? So they go at West Virginia, Texas Tech at home, at Texas, at Baylor, home against Iowa State. So they they have beaten technically four ranked teams in a row. TCU has one of the stronger resumes in college football. Yeah, now Oklahoma's a du- I mean I don't think Oklahoma's obviously not ranked anymore. I don't believe Kansas is ranked anymore. Oklahoma State still is and I think Kansas State still is. Uh, but at the time of them beating them, four straight teams they've beaten that were ranked in the top 25. West Virginia had a good win against Baylor a couple weeks. Baylor's taking a step back. They're sub 500, but and they got their butts kicked by Texas Tech this past weekend. Yeah, that's I, one that I kind of circled. Like, I could yeah. see that being a little weird. Like, hey, and TCU just took the lead with a field goal late or early third quarter. You know what I mean? You're yeah. like, oh, West Virginia's hanging around here. It's like, oh, we got a ball game to watch. I, I think we dismiss those games far too often, whereas I like what you're doing here. You need to kind of circle those games. Oh, it's going to happen. You dismiss it, and then it happens, and you go, damn. West Virginia was getting seven and a half at home. I mean, hell, to use my program as an example in 2019, who saw them losing to a one game over 500 or 500 ASU team? Oh, right. Right? Like at the right. second to last week of the season. Like, they're not going to lose that game. They're playing great football right now. Uh, a couple other candidates. You got Oklahoma State. Now that this is a playoff caliber, although I guess if Oklahoma State wins out, they could go. They're on the road at Kansas State as a slight favorite. One and a half point favorite. So, I don't know what the status of Adrian I was gonna, Martinez is. Did we get an is. update on Adrian Martinez? That's still a weird yeah. injury situation. If he's playing... I think Kansas State can definitely win the game. They're pretty damn good even without him. He got hurt early in that game. Um, I think it could be close. And Oklahoma State kind of has one of those a year, too, right? Where you're kind of like, they lose a game every year, it feels like. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, Last one I'll throw at you. Is there any fear for Tennessee in the look-ahead factor? Because they're on the road at Georgia the following week. They play Kentucky at home. Now, Kentucky's been up and down this year. Their quarterback's been in and out of the lineup. Their defense, though, is legitimate. Kentucky's got a good defense, one of the best in the country. And Tennessee's favored by 12 and a half. Weird number. If Levis is playing, or Levis, is it Levis? 
Levis. Levis, yeah. If if Mayo Coffee Boy's playing, <laughs> I think I'd take the points there because the look ahead is it's too impossible. How do you not circle Georgia? That's the game. I mean, they have to be Georgia to get there. You can't overlook a five and two Kentucky team, but it's I think it's just human condition to be like, well, we got the number one team in the country next weekend. It's funny to think too, if they lose to Georgia, Tennessee does, they could technically win out, but they wouldn't go to I mean Georgia would go to the SEC division, title yeah. game. They're the same division. That's why you eliminate divisions and you just go off of record. Because Tennessee beat Alabama head to head and they should technically go. This but... is why Alabama's playoff chances are still fifty three percent. Exactly. It's because if Tennessee gets taken care of, they know they'll be in the SEC title game against Georgia. Exactly. We got a, we got a pack twelve game tomorrow. I want to talk more about that. Utah at Washington State. That's a game tomorrow night on FS1. Talk about upset alert. The Cougs, feisty at home. Utah going on the road. That'll be a fun one to keep an eye on. Uh, We'll dive into more of that tomorrow. We'll get to Aaron Rodgers coming up bottom of the hour. Him blaming everybody but himself. Uh, But let's get to your favorite segment's favorite segment. Status story next on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast crunch the numbers there's 6,127 students at average 58 percent of which are girls so so that's 7,137 boobs <laughs> break the news ladies and gentlemen can i please have your attention i've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story is it a stat or a story evidence based on olfactory prowess is inadmissible in case you didn't know this is stat or story a monumental judgment call with dirt and spray on 1080 come on do math the fan all right folks that story time here on a wednesday what do we got today swag what are we cooking up well, we're previewing the uh, World Series a little bit. Oh, okay. I like that. By the way, Sprague pointed out during the break that it is valid. Every time that Eagles commercial play, uh, Eagles commercial plays, Swag starts singing. Well, he can't. It, he doesn't sing the whole time, but like right when they get to the, the Eagles coming to Portland. Don't die, 
go down California. <laughs> every you hear time. swag sing right yeah, at that every part. Every time. Right at that part. Love it. That's right in my heyday right there. Uh, first up, your number is 43. 43. Is it the number of runs Astros third baseman Alex Bregman has batted in during his playoff career, the most in Major League history for a third baseman? What? Or is it the number of years ago the first Stanford's restaurant opened in Lake Oswego that recently announced it has closed permanently? Oh, that's too bad. Uh, I, this Look, I'm going to be wrong on this, and I know the Astros have been in the playoffs a ton. They're now playing in their fourth World Series, so he's played a lot of games, and I'm sure he has a lot of RBIs. I, why do I feel like he can't lead all third basemen in MLB history in postseason RBIs? You feel Think that about way. How many great yeah. third basemen have come over the years? There's some good ones, but I, what I would respond with is be careful with that thinking. This is Statter's story. And also. Oh, I will be wrong. I know I will be wrong. How many third basemen can you name that have had this deep a playoff run this consistently? That's a valid point, but I'm still going story. Go trust stat. In my, trust in my gut. Stat. It is a stat. Yeah. He's got 43. How? Like, he God, passed that Justin. Me off. He passed Justin Turner. Yeah, I know. The- Justin Turner was the lead on that? Yeah. yeah. Another player that goes deep in the playoffs every year. Yeah. It's so, about longevity. Man. I, yeah, I know. I know. But you go back. I mean, you think about it back in the day when it was just the LCS to the World Series. Like, That's a good point. You know, George Brett, when he was going, when the Royals were hot back there. You know, Mike, yeah. uh, Mike, Mike Schmidt, Schmidt when the Phillies in the 80s. There was only. It like, was- how does Chipper Jones not lead that? That I'm dude was sub- in yeah. the playoffs every year for 20 years. That was kind of my first thought was Chippers should hold this. And then I kind of remembered, like, one, they got bounced early a lot. And then, two, he, he wasn't there for their entire run. Like, the, he wasn't there until, like, the mid-90s. So he missed the early 90s Braves. When did he get there? 95? 94? Somewhere around there? Like, I think he was there right around that time. Go back. Um... Yeah, I think he was really young in the 95 yeah, he, so World I, Series. I think he played sparingly at the end of the year in 1993 and yeah. then came up 94. full-time in 1995. And then they didn't have a season, and then, yeah, 95 he comes on, and then 96 him and Andrew are there. But, um, yeah, I thought the same thing, and then I thought, this is the most Statter story thing ever is we're going to find out Alex Bregman there is you go. the postseason that RBI leader. Yeah, pisses me baseman. off. Uh, no, the first Stanford's there on Cruise Way was opened in 1990, 32 years ago. Okay. And that was uh, back with the, the local company that ran it. Uh, they did, um, let me see. That Stanford's closed? Yeah, it's closed permanently. So wow. uh, the, co- the local company that first um, opened it and ran it, uh, they got, it then got acquired by a Seattle company. Um, so Pacific Coast Restaurants founded it. They did the Newport Bay restaurants. Um, and so through a series of acquisitions, uh, Landry's ended up owning it. And uh, it has uh, closed its doors permanently there. So, that's sad. That man, sucks. So, and that's yeah. different from the other Stanford's because I know they advertised. Uh, this re- this particular Stanford's one got grouped in with a different group. So the other ones are still open in Clackamas and Tannisborn, and a different group owns and operates those. But- Many a lunch were spent with one Brandon Sprague when he worked at Enterprise Rent-A-Car at the airport at the Stanford's happy hour from 3 to 6 p.m. Yeah. Got some good deals Great on that. happy hour. You could get three chicken strips and a basket of fries 
for three ninety nine at that Stanford's at the airport. <laughs> and me and my homie, every day, we'd be like, Stanford's? Yep, Stanford's. Let's go. And we'd get there, and we'd get a honey mustard bucket, and we would just be good, <laughs> man. Life was good. I don't think I ever ate there, but it's always sad to hear a local restaurant closing. That sucks. All right. Your next number is 3.5. 3.5. Is it the combined earn-run average of the Phillies' bullpen so far in the playoffs this season? Or is it the length and feet of an alligator that was found wandering in the brush of New Plymouth, Idaho, what? just north of Boise last week? What? Here's a story. Are you sure? Sure. You sound confident. So I'm trying to rack my brain for the Philly. I don't think they've given up. They haven't blown any leads that stand out. I don't think their bullpen has given up a lot of runs. Follow Hell, me. In the f- oh, follow me. I'm going stat. Let's go story. I'm going stat. Okay. I'm going to be wrong. It is a story. <laughs> the Phillies bullpen has a 3.19 ERA so far this, man. in the playoffs. I said, follow me, and you said, I'm not. Nope, I'm going wrong. <laughs> the wrong So there were a couple of those Padres games that were Yeah, they got like eight runs. And, yeah. and it was back and forth. Uh, but no, this is from uh, the Huffington Post. Uh, Idaho wildlife officials are used to getting called for like bears and mountain lions and moose and that sort of thing. But they recently fielded a call. Somebody was out walking their dog and a, a three and a half foot alligator was discovered hiding in the brush of a rural neighborhood 40 miles northwest of Boise. What's the most unexpected creature like out of place? Like you've been going along like you're prepared for things but you saw something is like what is that creature doing here <laughs> oh i i don't know if i've ever had that. i don't know if i've had one i mean un, unexpected is interesting because like you wouldn't unexpectedly see a bear in alaska but when i visited my aunt she lives in juno we were just walking her neighborhood's normal like it looks like a normal neighborhood you'd see anywhere else we were just walking and we looked behind us probably about 75 feet and a big-ass bear crossed right where we had just walked. <laughs> and we all ran. We ran oh, to a truck in the neighborhood, jumped go. on the top of it. I was like, oh, my God. We're going to die. You, you expect to see bears in Alaska. But, again, like a, 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 a you know urban neighborhood, a suburban neighborhood that you wish wouldn't expect it to cross right there. I, uh, I did not see it, but at Persimmon there was word there was a cougar roaming around the 13th green. And I was playing Check by the clubhouse sometime. I, I was playing by myself one time, <laughs> and I I heard a rustling in the trees, and I ran. I had like a par putt or a birdie putt, and I heard like a like a rustle behind me, and I I grabbed my ball and you ran to the car. Ran. I'm out of here, man. It's probably a bird. I got nobody here was to defend me. Was it danger, me. Rust? <laughs> Ooh, that's spicy. <laughs> All right, your final number four thousand seven hundred forty-one. I don't even remember the number. 4741. Okay. Is it the number of days between World Series games played for the Phillies when they face the Astros in game one on Friday? Oh God, how do you compute that? Or is it the number of years ago scientists have traced the earliest pumpkin seeds to being discovered in North America as it is <laughs> National Pumpkin Day? So they lost in 09, correct? They lost in 2009, so that was 13 years ago? It sounds exactly 12.98. I'm going stat. Well, hold on. Stat. Boom. Stat. Final answer. Well, but wait a minute. The first game isn't... Yeah, you might be onto this because it's 12.98 now. But the first game isn't until Friday. This sly son of a bitch. Stat. 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 
There you go. Ah, look at that. It is a stat, November 4th, 2009. I think other than the Mariners, the Phillies had the longest playoff drought. Yeah, they had the second longest. Now it's like eight years or something. I don't know who it is. The last time they went, I want to say they lost to the Cardinals in the first round in like 2011 or something. It's been a long time since they've been. So apparently it's National Pumpkin Day. Not National Pumpkin Spice Day. Not National Pumpkin Pie Day, but National Pumpkin Day. And why isn't that Halloween? Isn't Halloween National Pumpkin Day? Pumpkin Day. No, that's the Day of the Dead. Let's anyway, pay some respects here. Uh, no, uh, according to thewickednoodle.com. I, I go there frequently. <laughs> uh, scientists believe pumpkins started growing in North America uh, some 9,000 years ago, and the oldest seeds thought to be from Mexico date back to 5550 B.C. Pumpkins are from Mexico? Well, that's where they found them. Mm. I don't... Where do they originate? Do we have an original... Origin, I don't know. Origin date story? No. What's that commercial with a catchy jingo? Is it avocados from Mexico? Yeah, we need to change it to pumpkins. Uh, can you guess the two teams with the current longest drought? Because I guessed one of them actually in my brain. Oh! Let's play There's, that fun game. There are two teams currently tied with the longest drought. Can so you guess now that them? the Phillies are done... The Phillies have Playoff broken. drought. Playoff, playoff drought. drought. So, that, like, not counting uh, wild card or anything no, like that. Playoff drought. Not even... The minimal. Marlins... You would be incorrect. Uh, mm. The Rangers? You would be incorrect. I actually don't know how I guessed this, but I guessed one of them. There's two. The Orioles? That would be incorrect. Yeah, they were in a wild card a couple years ago. Who else I'm is... I'm going to think. Uh, once, you, once you think about it, you'll Detroit. Yes. Detroit's that's one of them. The that's the one I guessed. What's the other one? This is a very easy one. I'm just trying to think. Is it Pittsburgh? No, because... No, that would be incorrect. They were there a couple years ago. The Reds? That is incorrect. The Reds were the... Yeah. You're the not thinking about an obvious team that's just <laughs> absolutely trash every year. Every year trash. Every year they're trash. They give us a reason to watch, but the they're Rockies. still trash. No. They the don't Diamondbacks. give Diamondbacks. No. They give us a reason to watch. They give us a watch. reason to watch, and yet they're still trash. <laughs> the Cubs. No. No, they just won the World Series. I said they give us a reason to watch. Why am I watching the Cubs right now? Uh, oh, the Angels. Thank you. Oh. Uh, yeah, 2014. And you know what's funny is the team that won the World Series not all that long ago has the second longest drought after those two teams, the Royals. <laughs> Yeah, they haven't been back since they won that World they Series. They won it, and they've just been terrible since. Yeah. They pulled them. They pulled the Marlins. Yeah, they traded everybody away. Yeah, I mean, look at some of the, how, how some of those guys have developed too. Not a bad call. Like Hosmer has been garbage everywhere he's been. Uh, okay, well there you go. That was fun. Good stats, good stories. Wicked Noodle. Wicked Noodle, man. Yeah, thewickednoodle.com. You guys got a Wicked Noodle? For your pumpkin trivia. I got an okay noodle. Okay noodle? I wouldn't call it wicked. Like, to say it's wicked would to suggest good size, good flexibility, good angles. Yeah. I don't know if I have any of all that, but, okay. like, I got yeah, I got a little bit of that. You got an okay noodle? I got, I got a good noodle. Not a wicked noodle, a good noodle. Somebody said I was in downtown Anchorage and a moose was just chilling in the middle of the street. What's the plural of moose? Moose. moose. It's just moose. Yeah. There's not like, like a fish. Moosin. Nope. Mises. <laughs> Mises. That's like goose geese. You know? No. <laughs> Can't go moose. that route. Mooses, Mises, Mooses. <laughs> there was a moose. There were several moose. It needs a plural. I don't like that. Yeah, but like singular and plural shouldn't be the same. Look at those fishes. Don't people use fishes? I don't know that that's appropriate. What? Fishies. It's technically you have a school of fish or I caught a fish. Yeah, but look at those two fish over there. What are they doing? (laughs) Well, I guess I'm still using fish, huh? (laughs) They're looking for the wicked noodle. (laughs)
Isn't that, that a great name of a lure? Oh, that's Dude, a great that name. That dirty trout's looking for that wicked noodle. <laughs> no. <laughs> Gotta keep the stinky fish off your wicked noodle. All right, let's go. Let's go to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, do you guys like blaming yourselves or blaming others? Let's go to that next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we'll close up with uh, the Blazers. They're back in action tonight, taking on Miami. we got a listener asking, are we gambling on the Blazers again? So we'll dive into that here in a moment. Uh, let's get to somebody blaming other people because I quite enjoy when this happens. The the Packers have not been good this year. I know it firsthand. I gambled on them minus four and a half against the Commanders this weekend, and it did not work out for me. I wanted to stop you, but I'm like, I kind of see where he's going here. It's a revenge it's spot. The it's the Commanders. They suck. So does Green Bay. How do you lose? The- okay, anyways. Green Bay is <laughs> awful. They They're are not awful. a good team. I might gamble on them again this I'm weekend. absolutely taking the points. <laughs> That line's already up to 11 and a half. Like, it's got to get up higher than that, and I'm, I'm probably going to take Aaron Rodgers at a plus 12 and a half spot. So you guys know how I feel about Pat McAfee. I'm a big Pat McAfee guy. Have you seen their ratings on College Game Day are the highest they've been since 2009? They're averaging nearly 3 million viewers per episode. So are you attributing this solely to McAfee? I am, honestly. Yeah, I, really? think, I think it's twofold. I think, one, it's far more entertaining the way that they do it than the way that Fox does it. Fox has to go to the game that they play at 9. It's like a lead-in to their big noon kickoff. Sure. And that game, 85% of those games this year have sucked But Gus Johnson was on the call. I forget what the game was this week. They well, did Ohio State-Iowa. That was their big yeah. noon kickoff. And, and, and you're seeing the worst college offense of all time. Yes. Maybe in football history, the worst offense. And Gus Johnson's on the call, and he's like, Iowa for two yards! <laughs> you know what we didn't talk about? So Third and eight. One of their big noon kickoff games was Nebraska-Oklahoma earlier this year, which was an oh, awful, legend. awful game. Yeah. Gus Johnson didn't even call it. He got sick. He didn't call the second half. Good for him. Joel Klatt had to do it all by himself. Oh, so Klatt was alone? He was alone. Like, he just left at halftime. He never came back. He just called the game and was the analyst, too. I saw people tweeting about it. but I, I, don't, think, I don't like that big nooner. Uh, no, I don't either. Not, but, not the game. The game is fine. It's, I don't like the, the broadcast, the, uh, the, the pregame. No, I, well, it's Urban Meyer is a total piece of crap. Just, and, yeah, like the Urban Meyer thing. Like, please explain it to me. I don't think he's even good on TV. No, go get somebody that's entertaining. I don't care that he's writing yeah, books about your, accountability. Why, why did you not sign McAfee? Pat McAfee is a million times more entertaining than anybody, even though he was a punter in the NFL. I'd rather watch him talk about college football than anybody on the day as for the big new kickoff. You, you missed pregame then because you were in Eugene. Yeah, I was down there. He had a funny moment, and, and this, ha- this happens to us all the time, and that's why I appreciated it so much. He kept talking about this defensive lineman, and he brought him up early in the show, and then he brought him up again in the midway point, and at the end of the show, he ma- they're making picks with Sabrina, and he was picking before Sabrina, and he picks 
I forget who it was. I think it was the Kansas State game. Uh-huh. He makes a pick and he goes, this kid's been unbelievable, but I was just told he's on the other team, and so I'm going to take the other team. <laughs> he was citing this kid and how good he is. All day, but he plays All for the other day, team. But he was putting him on the wrong team. <laughs> <laughs> great. That's a great moment. I love that. So their ratings are great. I think that's part of it. And the other part of it is they're going to fun locations. Like, it's not your normal. Like, do you see where they're going this weekend? They're going to Dion's game. Oh, they're, they're, going going to to the, they're going to the SWAC. Like, I, lo- I like that. Go to place. They went to Kansas this year. They've yeah. never been to Kansas. That's they did what, Troy, I think. They, they did Troy and App like, State, right? That's far more entertaining than just going, just going to Ohio State every week or Michigan every week or Oklahoma every week. It's just also, it's we're more familiar with it. You yeah. know, and not to take anything from McAfee, I'm sure he's had a huge impact on the rating boost, but it just aesthetically looks better. Fox's looks, yeah. it kind of just looks secondary. Yeah. You know, they're just doing secondary things, it feels like. Well, anyway, I got sidetracked there. So I'm I'm a big McAfee guy, and when Rodgers is on, I enjoy the conversation. Aaron Rodgers is an interesting cat, and it's a fun show to listen to. So he was on with Pat McAfee yesterday, and I listened to this live. I'm glad we pulled a, a, a clip from it. He had some things to say about Green Bay, and none of them were about him. Here's Aaron Rodgers yesterday. I think when the players really take over, then... You see, you're going to see the possibility of us making a run. So when the players really take over, I'm not talking about usurping power from coaches. I'm talking about we take over, we take ownership of what we're putting on the field. Now, some of that might be in the plan. So some of that might be, hey, oh, okay. I really hey. want to do this, offense, defense, teams, whatever it might be. Um, but the other part is taking ownership of your, your daily habits and your routines. Just because we're a young team, we can't just write that off as – Oh, they're figuring it out. The rookies are figuring this thing out, and they're going to go through their rookie wall and blah, blah, blah. We need everybody on the same page to make the plays that are possible. We need them Monday to Saturday to put in the time to be ready to play Sunday because there's too many times in a game where there's simple, simple things that just are not being accomplished. So we're planning a coup. (laughs) We're taking over. He said that he estimated yesterday that on McAfee that they're making mental mistakes or physical mistakes on 20% of their offensive plays. And then basically alluded to guys that are making mistakes should not be in the lineup anymore. And said he didn't make any mistakes. It was his highest graded game of the season. Yeah, he spent the entire interview talking about where they're struggling and how they need to get out of this and how people aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. And then he decided to tell us in the during the interview that he talked to his position coach and it's their his highest graded game of the year. And I just, I kind of find it funny. Like his skill set's been so out of this world. It's one of the greatest skill sets at that position we've ever seen. Maybe the best. And I think what you see from time to time is that skill set wins you a lot of games. Sometimes though, when you come up short, I do, I'm just one of those guys. I do think it's totally fair to question the leadership aspect of that. There's a lot that goes into it, right? Like being a good football player and win a lot of games, you can get by with what his skill set is. But in these moments, and this is, you know, what I'm interested to see against Buffalo, like this is where leadership happens. And uh, I, I just don't know. I don't know if that was the right approach yesterday to throw everybody on the bus, tell us you had the highest grade to game, and then also kind of suggest that the players need to take over for the coaches yeah, because they don't ideal. know what they're doing and they're not being put in good positions. He was caught on camera during the game screaming, what the F are we doing? And it's just that thing has not gone well at all. The floor is saying nobody thought we'd be at this spot at this point of the season. I, I don't know if it's a quick fix for them. And the Buffalo game's going to probably tell us everything about the rest of their season because if you lose that game, what would that drop them down to, three and five? They, yeah, they are three and four right now. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 
you're just hoping to be 10 and 7, right? Just to be a wild card team. That's that's a tough ask after that. Yeah, I mean, at that point you'd have to finish what? 7 and, you know, 3 the rest of the season yeah. basically, and that that's a tough run to go on. It was I, I did. I chuckled watching this yesterday. I, Colin's take on this is that he, he doesn't have a dog or any kids, therefore he doesn't know responsibility and he doesn't know leadership. Wait, what? A dog or like, like he a dog, on, dog? He said he, he doesn't have any responsibilities in his life. He's a single man who's like 39 years old. He doesn't have a dog. He doesn't have a kid. He doesn't know responsibility. He doesn't know leadership. I think Dane was a pretty good leader before he had kids. That one why, me, why do we need to go? Like, why does everything need to be some big picture comparison? That one made me laugh. With him. Like, he's the great, he's one of the greatest in the industry's history. But sometimes he does that. And I'm like, <laughs> no, no, that's no. not quite the case. You could just say he's not this, always the gracious teammate yes. that you would hope that your quarterback would be. Yeah, coming on an interview after a horrible and embarrassing loss to the Washington Commanders and, and a quarterback who was playing in the XFL. Uh, I mean, don't don't throw other people under the bus. Like, just come out, own it. Say it was on you. You need to be better. You're the you're the veteran. You're the guy that's the face of the team. Like, I have to play at a higher level. That's never a good look, whether it's true or not. I don't know how much of it is on him and how much of it is on the rest of the team. I know Aaron Rodgers is good, so I tend to put it on the rest of the team. Uh, but yeah, that that's kind of what you want your quarterback to do in that moment. But we enjoy, I enjoyed that interview nonetheless yesterday. That was Rodgers on Pat McAfee. Let's close it up. Blazers are back in action tonight. Are we gambling on them again? Does it go to 5-0? and oh, Miami's in town. We'll close up there next on The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Okay, a couple of fun, interesting notes to close up before we get to the Blazers and the Heat. Uh, <laughs> the Broncos are playing in London this weekend. They're taking on the Jags. Sorry, London. And there is a report out that Russell... Why do we continue to send them just the crappiest of games? I know. Well, the Jags are basically the pseudo... I mean, the Jags are more entertaining than Denver. Can we agree on that? Yeah. Yeah, but they're also very frustrating. Not saying a lot. How many games have they should have won? (laughs) Don't even get me started. Uh, but they're on the, Denver's on their way over there. Russell Wilson, who did not play last week because of a hamstring injury, he reported for the eight-hour flight. I, I think that's I don't know. I, it says it's eight hours. So it's I wonder if they went from New York or if they flew straight from Denver. Wouldn't no, they Denver flew to, from Denver. That's, that has to be longer than an eight-hour flight, it, doesn't it? It's semantics. Man. Okay, anyways. Eight or ten hours. We don't For know. half of the flight, Russell Wilson was stretching in the aisles and doing high knees up and down <laughs> past his sleeping teammates. Broncos he orange, went, let's ride. He wanted you to know that upon landing. I spent four and a half hours of that flight doing high knees up and Mr. down the aisle. I think my biggest problem is the fact that this stuff always has to be reported. The he way always that it, has to leak it. The way an agent and player would want it to sound. Because after this, this guy, Zach Stevens, who works for the DNVR Sports Network in Denver, and that company is, man, they deserve a story written about them. They are an 
started from nothing and they've become a pretty good juggernaut over there in Denver. And I'm not even bashing him necessarily, but like this is obviously a text from an agent. Who else words it this way? Said he was doing high knees, unless he's just reporting on what Russ is telling him, which is very Russ to say, hey, you know what I was doing? I was doing some high knees on the flight. Either way, like it just reads so douchey to say he was doing high knees when the rest of the guys were asleep, (laughs) as if they're just some bums not being ready to play against Jacksonville. On a nine-hour flight, if somebody's doing high knees up and down for four hours, how long until you scream, whether it's Russell Wilson or anybody else, sit the F down? Their planes are luckily massive, I mean, and they're I'm big. sure they're not I get normal it. aisles, but it's still like I was on a flight from Seattle to South Korea. I watched three movies, three in a row, and I said, great, I still have a seven-hour flight ahead of me. <laughs> I was in a metal tube in the middle of the air, and I'm I just like I'm a hate flying, and yeah. I got up and I walked up and down the aisle twice, twice, right, just to stretch your legs, and doing it twice, just walking, I felt like a douche, and I said I have to sit down. You just, I can't be this guy. You can't be that guy. Everybody wants to stand up, and you're telling me he did this for four hours. He did high knees in the aisles for four hours. Means he's breathing hard. There's like huffing and puffing going on. Dan Graziano had a report that if Hackett loses this game, there's a real chance the Broncos basically say we're done like this was a bad idea it's a bad hire i tell you right now if they lose and russ plays i think there's going to be a decent amount not that there isn't already a bronco fan having a lot of buyer's remorse on that trade especially with gino looking the way he's been looking oh it's a horrible look man um are we taking the blazers tonight two and a half point yes Hell yeah, brother. They, I thought okay. they were a one-point favorite. No, I, I just, I'm looking on ESPN. I'll check on DraftKings. It might be different. I got it. Hang on. Uh, DraftKings. The over-under, I think, is 219 and a half. Oh, it switched. It's Yeah, we're three-point dogs in some places. Two and a, two and a half. half on DraftKings. Oh, I'm taking the Blazers. Money line or to cover? I take the money line at that point. Yeah. yeah, all right. Plus 120. Five. Plus 120. Dude, Miami's kind of struggling right now. It's They're a one tough three out of the form, gate. But, yeah. Uh, Okay. All right. All right. Seven o'clock tonight. Jimmy Butler's more concerned about the coffee business. He's going around Portland right now doing coffee stuff. Good for you, Jimmy. Good for you. You're going to be a great blazer someday. That'll do it for us. If you missed any of the show, <laughs> go check the podcast. Uh, Seth Walder was great talking analytics, and Dan Devine was awesome talking the blazers. Very good interviews today. They were great. Both of them are awesome. We'll podcast them, send them out at Turton Sprague and at 1080 The Fan. Go give us a follow, and uh, we will talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Colin is next. You're listening to 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.